mega force. Y'all just took over every. No, this Chris Brown. I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. Say something, mother. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. เพิ่มเอ่อเฮ้ยเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ
Those look like New York rats, the way those rats look. Those rats were huge. I thought they were squirrels. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll be back. Charlemagne will be in in a second. Uh, uh, There's an accident in that he has to uh, get around. So he Mm -hmm. said it'll be a little bit of traffic, but he'll get it in a second. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Clearly, I've had my coffee already this morning. I see. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, World Series, Major League Baseball. All right. The Astros beat the Braves 9-5. to five. The Braves hey. lead the series 3-2. to two. And in football, all right, a lot of scores. Let's go through them. All right. The Titans beat the Colts. The Jets beat the Bengals. Eagles beat the Lions. 49ers beat the Bears. Seahawks beat the Jaguars. The Broncos beat Washington team. The Cowboys beat the Vikings. The Saints beat the Buccaneers. The Patriots beat the Chargers. The Rams beat the Texans. The Steelers beat the Browns. The Bills beat the Dolphins. The Panthers beat the Falcons. And in Monday Night Football, the Giants tonight take on the Chiefs. Now, what else we got easy? You're not going to talk about the Nets beating the Pistons? Okay. Well, we don't do. We usually don't do basketball I until gonna say that. the playoffs. It was an interesting game. If that's, that's the all. case, we got to say the, the Knicks have been busting ass. I think their score, their record is 5-1. and one. But go ahead. All right. Now, Popeye's near Eastern Market in D.C. was shut down. This went viral. Actually, a Popeye's delivery man showed a TikTok video of how absolutely filthy this Popeye's is. I deliver all raw chicken to all the Popeye's in the D.C. area. It's this joint right here. Boo, that chicken from Popeye. Look, goddamn rats. You still love that chicken from Popeye's? Because these motherfuckers is in here. You seen them all them jobs? About 15 in them motherfuckers. That was disgusting. <laughs> when I that tell was you, nasty. first of all, I don't even know how he was able to walk in there with all of those rats. In there, they were just it was climbing up the pipes, yeah. climbing up the wall. That, that was, was disgusting. so disgusting. But that Popeyes has been shut down for health code violations Duh. indefinitely. My goodness, that's nasty. They need to they need to shut down some of these food carts in New York City because I'm sure if you open up some of these food carts, you'll see mice and rats running out them as well. Well, you ever see where they store those food carts at night? Mm-mm. It's not looking good, man. It's disgusting. It's like a, a a driveway or a parking lot where they have all of them, and there's definitely rats running around all over in there. So. All right, now, Joe Biden's uh, job rating has sunk to 42%. So they're saying a majority of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's job performance. They said 71% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong direction, according to polls. They said what people voted for was stability and calm, and what they got was instability and chaos. Mm. Now, I saw Joe Biden said he doesn't do it for that, though, for the polls. He's trying to do his job, so... I don't know, but they're saying I, this isn't good because, as you know, people are getting ready to vote. And so right now, to actually tomorrow, there's a lot of really important mayoral elections that we should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage people to make sure you get out and vote. Tomorrow is the deadline for people who are voting in their local campaigns. Now, he said he doesn't do it for the people, but shouldn't he do it for the people? Is well, he he's saying he make- doesn't do it for the polls. Oh. Because you know, make for America appro- happy for, for approval ratings. Well, that's, that's making America happy, right? You're supposed to be there for the people, and if the if the majority of the people don't like what you're doing, that's a problem. Definitely is a problem. <laughs> so he's gonna have to figure out what to do because I mean, there's a lot going on when it comes to COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so many different things. They say, they feel like the country is headed into the wrong direction. And so uh, that has taken a toll on the party. Democrats are trailing Republicans on which party better handles the economy, inflation, immigration. And they've lost ground on issues like education and the coronavirus. Mm. So, you know, that all gets reflected as we vote. So he's going to have to uh, not ruin things for himself. All right. And for the country, more importantly. 
All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was, if it was good, if it was bad. Whatever it may be, 800-585-1051. And I know Halloween was for a lot of people. A lot of you went out and partied. A lot of you took the kids trick-or-treating. Whatever it may be, call us up. I saw some fascinating costumes. If you had a great costume, tag us in it so we can post it in our stories. Absolutely. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, on this Ash from Jersey. I just want to say good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hope you're having a great day. Good morning. Oh, yeah, well, I just got a topic to touch on right quick. You know what I'm saying? I had a great weekend. You know, happy Halloween, you know, to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I dressed up my dogs or whatever. I got a shepherd and a pit bull. Okay. I got a shepherd too. Yep. Yeah. So uh, one thing you say, Envy, somebody bring a pit bull to your show, you know, stop shaming pit bulls, man. Oh, you're right. They they be, they be, they they so loving, you know what I mean? And there's so many other aggressive dogs out there like chihuahuas, you know what I'm saying? Those they they just little ankle biters, you know what I mean? Right, you're right. A chihuahua way more dangerous than a pit bull. But the person didn't bring a chihuahua. If you'd have brought a chihuahua, we'd have asked him to leave too. You can't bring any dogs to a car show where there's a bunch of kids and you never know what's going to happen. That's for yeah, me. That's yeah, my assurance. That's for that, But you know what I'm saying? Pit are the most loving dogs in the world, bro. It they, did sound like you had a problem with pit bulls. I'm not going to lie. No, it didn't. It was the, the guy it's brought a pit bull. A if the guy would have brought a poodle. Kahuna, you feel me? Yeah, if the guy would have brought a poodle, we'd ask him to leave. There's no dogs around. You know, I don't know. You're going to stop pit bull shaming. You better stop. Well, nah, that, nah, it's just that pit bull shaming, y'all. You know I mean, just, <laughs> just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? You know they loving. They just want some love, attention, and just to play around. We gonna have a bunch of pit bulls outside protesting. <laughs> People protest you know, for everything now. How I say it is like this: like when it comes down to you know these breeds or whatever, is is pit bulls was a race. They'll be black people. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> Damn. That's how they treat them. Right I don't know, MB. Th- thank you, Mama. Salute to all the wow. pit bulls out there. Woof woof. Facts, facts, facts. And the truck drivers out there, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did you just mock a pit bull? I shouted them out. They don't. They Not wanna... only did you insult all of the pit bulls around the world, you just mocked one. Well, get out of here. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Get it off your chest. Yeah. First of all, happy November. I might upset a little people this morning, but Petty Wap let us down. I mean, Ooh. you had a whole city of Patterson on your back, and then you get... Snatched by the FBI before rolling loud, and personally, that embarrassed me. Like, why can't you be a good boy like Fifty Cent, well, Ludacris, well, and French well, Montana? Well, you know? we well, we first of all, we we're not gonna judge him until we find out what happened. We don't know what happened. People get arrested every day and have false charges, so we don't necessarily know what happened. So before we say we're disappointed, okay, and he we're hasn't upset, been convicted. Let's see what happens first. Well, this is not. Police, FBI is a serious matter, so... FBI could get things wrong as well. We've seen that before. So we don't know what happened. So before we say we're disappointed, and well, let's find out what happened first. No? Hello? If I go revolving door, I'm here. Okay. okay. You know, I'm just saying, well, let's find out what happened first before we make a judgment. All right. Fair enough? <laughs> no. I guess. But I guess. Still, it's stop. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Nah, he's not on the jury. <laughs> no, nah, he's not. This is Ebony. Good morning. Ebony, good morning. Get it off your chest. 
I want um, Charlemagne to be at work on time Ooh. so we can do our yo-yo-yo together because he's messing me up. Well, I know it's been a while, right? He, he was in traffic. Yes. Uh, there was an accident, so he said he had to get around the, uh, the traffic. It happened sometimes. So you can do the yo-yo-yo for him, so go. No, look, it's not the same. Nice it's try, Envy. No, nah, you try one more time. Go, go. Look, yo, 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 your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, well, 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 I finally get to hear you guys. Uh, good morning. You what? can always hear us. Good, we got the app. We popping everywhere. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Chief Queen Angela Yee. I finally get to talk to you guys. So I call in because I never get to talk to you guys in the morning. And I also wanted to bring up the situation about the rats inside of Easter Market Popeyes. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's get one thing straight right now. I'm from D.C. So, if y'all gonna talk about that, y'all gotta talk about how, like, everything down there is rat-infested. That's Ooh. just where, what it is down there. I right. swear. Easter yeah, when you see that many rats in one place, it means they're probably all over. <laughs> they, they are. They're all over, Angela. I promise you. Like, it was like a pizza store a few years ago that went viral like that in D.C. It's just downtown. They need to do something about it. Yeah, that definitely is an indication. Because, look, it's pretty bad in Brooklyn, too. I'm not going to lie. The other day I was going to get in my car. I turned my car and a rat ran from under my car. Oh I almost died. Ooh, girl, look, when I'm in D.C., my, for my homegirl, she always be, like, not looking on the ground. She be like, oh, my God, a rat. I'm like, girl, they all over. Yeah, what that, we do? it is tough, man. They got to figure something out. They got to do the rat poisoning. I don't know what to do in the neighborhood, but it's bad. I don't know. They got to do something, but I'm sending healing energy. I'm mad that Charlemagne is not on you right now. He'll be here in a second. He well, send him way. some healing energy for the traffic he's in. Yes, I'm sending. Well, you know what? He's always sending people healing energy. So I'm going to send him healing energy and positive energy this morning. So thank you. I'm sure he's stressed out because I know that's how I feel when I'm late. Okay, period. And I will be checking out the car show December 12th, um, DJ Envy. Ow, in Miami. I will be there. Miami, I will be there. All right. Can't wait to see you. All right. Have a good one now. Hello, who's this? Oh, my gosh. I got through. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my little brother. I know he's listening and it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Justin. I love you. Happy Aww. birthday, Justin. Justin, your sister loves you. Happy birthday. Also, I want to say to my mom, I love you so much. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Um, I love you, baby Tyler. I love you, Tony. I love you, big Tyler. I love you, Javante. I love you, Dad. Thank oh, she you is full so of love this morning. Absolutely. I enjoy that. And happy birthday also to our producer up here, Eddie. Eddie F's birthday. Today is oh, Eddie his birthday? F's birthday. Yeah. Oh, let me be nicer. Yeah, and his uh, happy Philadelphia. Happy birthday, Eddie. And his Eagles won yesterday, so he's super duper excited. So happy birthday, Tell Eddie. Tell Eddie you love him, too. Oh, can I shout out his TikTok really quick? Okay. Eddie's got, Eddie got a TikTok ahead. <laughs> this is my brother's TikTok. is precision.yt. If you guys could follow him, I know that he would really appreciate it. That's a great present. Get some more followers. All right. Thank you, Mama. Right. Bye. Have a good week. Give Eddie some love. We did. We said happy but birthday. But tell you love him. Or we love you, Eddie. Right. You said no, no. Say I. I? Say I what? 
Tell Eddie you love him. Eddie, Eddie we love you. <laughs> Why can't you say I love you? <laughs> Yo, leave me alone. Cause I never know what you're going to do with my audience. Nothing. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way. Man, imagine turning down all this money. We'll tell you who, t- who walked away from $9 million for a movie and another person who turned down $29 million for a movie. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, Ice Cube walked away from $9 million for this oh hell no movie project. I guess he said oh hell no when they asked him to get vaccinated. Mm. That was part of the film's vaccine mandate. And according to unidentified sources close to the situation, they told The Hollywood Reporter that he refused to fulfill that request. So therefore... It wasn't worth it to him, that $9 million. Yeah, he's doing what's best for him. He doesn't feel like he wants to take the vaccine, so he won't take it and he won't get that bread. But Ice Cube is fine. All right, now Will Ferrell also turned down $29 million for Elf 2. It's not over a vaccine, though. According to uh, an interview that he did with The Hollywood Reporter, he said the script was written, but he couldn't get over the rehash premise. He said, I would have had to promote the movie from an honest place, which would have been like, oh, no, it's not good. I just couldn't turn down that much money. And I thought, can I actually say those words? I don't think I can. So I guess I can't do the movie. I wonder in that instance why he couldn't, you know, rewrite the script or rewrite the parts he didn't like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is just what the script is. They gave it to him and he thought about it. And he said that it must have been real horrible for the, to turn around to turn down twenty nine million dollars. He also said during filming Elf, he thought it could be the end of his career. <laughs> and Elf was good. A lot of people loved Elf. That's what I'm, I'm surprised. Twenty nine million dollars. You know, you changed the script. I'm sure the directors would be like, hey, let's work on this. I don't like it. I didn't think it was funny. But he did say that he doesn't regret doing Anchorman too. He thought it was a sequel uh, worth having. Okay. All right, now a lot of people have been testing positive for COVID. So amongst those people, Ari Lennox had to cancel her Houston show after revealing that she has COVID. So she said, due to unforeseen circumstances with my health, I won't be able to perform at the Good Vibes Only Festival in Houston this weekend. It truly breaks my heart. And I hope I can make it up to you all in the festival soon. Then she said, COVID plus anxiety is hell. Mm. It's hard to view it as a a vacation when it's taken so many lives and hurt so many people. I just can't view it like that. It's just constant paranoia. Then she added, this ish, wild, lonely, and wild. 2021 is one hell of a year. Wow. All right, other people who recently have uh, tested positive, Jason Momoa caught COVID while filming the Aquaman sequel, mm-hmm. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Singer John Bon Jovi had to cancel a concert after testing positive for COVID-19. After uh, It was before a Saturday performance. Also, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, um, she also tested positive for COVID. The last time she saw Joe Biden was last Tuesday. Khloe Kardashian and her daughter, True, have also tested positive. She posted, hi, guys, I want to let you know True and I tested positive for COVID. I've had to cancel several commitments, and I'm sorry I won't be able to make those happen. Luckily, I've been vaccinated, so all will be okay. We'll be over here in quarantine and following current guidelines. Wow. That's a lot of people. What up, Charlamagne? Yo. It's a lot of people that, that just recently got COVID. Is right. it, but isn't this going to be like the norm? So eventually it's going to be like us announcing people who got the flu? Um, I would hope not. Well, they say it is. They say COVID is going to be with us forever. Like, yeah. They'll keep mutating. Mm. All right. Now, Nicki Minaj, The Real Housewives of Potomac reunion trailer is here. And people are already saying it's going to be one of the best reunions of the whole series. I mean, Nicki Minaj is on it. Here's the trailer. It's popping. Giselle, 
secret love. Ooh, what the hell? You ain't love your breast milk down there to start some drama that you think is the more camera down, Jeff. No, no, no. Eddie was following a bunch of booty models. No, wrong. We not get away with that nonsense today, baby. Chris. Did you try and holler at me? That's a straight up lie. Shut up. Lies from the pits of hell. I'm insecure. When you hear lying, talk about he tossed your salad. He tossed your salad. You're nasty hood rat. Is I'm a hood are. rat. Yes. Okay. Your mama. And so this uh, season six reunion kicks off on Sunday at 8 p.m. on Bravo. And what, Nikki's hosting it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, salute to Nikki Minaj. You haven't seen, you didn't see all that happening? When she was saying how much she loved it. I saw that, said, but I didn't know yeah. that that got official and she actually did it. I yeah, said, they already then filmed ago. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, salute to Giselle and Robin, too. Make sure you catch the Reasonably Shady, shady Podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network. All right, and Meek Mill has <laughs> accused a flight attendant of racism. He said that, and he had the video to show it all, while he just had been on the plane for 30 seconds, and the pilot or whoever he is, the flight attendant, comes over to ask him if he was smoking on the plane. This, uh, we were smoking on a plane. We just came on here 30 seconds ago. Because I smell it. But where are we going to smoke at if we just stepped on here 30 seconds ago? Just look. Wait, where would a, a blunt be rolled up at? Wait, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to try and fix this problem. Go ahead. Let us get off the plane. Just let us. I don't feel safe on this plane anyway. Okay. Yeah, come on. Totally up to you. Let's open the door. Okay. You acting real racist right now. Sheesh. But what if they all smelled like weed? Right, but they weren't smoking. They just stepped on the plane. I know, but it's a valid question to ask if they all smell like weed. They could say, I mean, so what? What can you do about that? If Nothing. you're not smoking on the plane. It's like, no, nah, we weren't smoking. Right. I wouldn't necessarily jump to racism. Well, that's the problem when, when, when people, when we charter jets. When, when you charter somebody else's jet, it's their rules, their regulations. When you have your own jet, you can do whatever the hell you want. But everybody charters jets, and nine times out of ten, they'd be like, please, no smoking, please keep your foot off the furniture, whatever it may be. Yeah. And if I knew that me and my guys were smoking weed and probably smelled like weed, I wouldn't have made that big of a deal about it. I was like, no, we weren't smoking. We're not smoking on the plane. Mm-hmm. That's wouldn't it. be hard. He's, I guess his point was we just stepped on the plane. How have we just started smoking? Like, you see us walk on here. You see, we just sat down a few seconds I, ago. I, I, I totally agree. See, I but think he said you smell he like smelled weed. like weed. That's what the pilot no, said. No, he said, have you been smoking? No, the pilot said, you, I smell weed. The pilot said, I smell it. Play Look. it again? Play it from the beginning? Yeah, the pilot said I smell it. I think he said so. We were smoking on a plane. We just came on here 30 seconds ago. Because I smell it. But where are we going to smoke at if we just stepped on here 30 seconds ago? Just look. Wait, where would a, a blunt be rolled up at? Wait, wait, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to try and fix this problem. Let us get off the plane. Well, he did ask let us, I don't feel safe on this plane anyway. But, no, he, yeah, he, but he also said, He's I smell it. Yeah, he said, you, know, he said yeah. you smoke. He said, how loud are we smoking? He said, because I smell it. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. jumped to conclusions. Okay, now let's talk about Kim Kardashian West over the Halloween weekend. She was spotted with Pete Davidson on a ride, holding hands, but it's because she was scared on the ride. Now, Kourtney Kardashian was with her fiancé, Travis Barker, and then Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian were there as well. So they hang out in the same circles. According to an insider, they told People Magazine, they will be hanging together from time to time. It's just friends hanging out. She also recently shared a kiss with him on a sketch on Saturday Night Live earlier this month. Oh, young PDD is a legend. All right, drop on the clues bombs for young PDD. All right, no need to tell you what the D stands for. What? Davidson. All right. And that is your rumor reports. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got a major announcement. And of course, front page news, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Now, everybody's talking about TikTok right now, even sports fans. Now, Charlamagne, you seen this? Why are you talking to me about football and trying to show me TikTok, sir? Because your team is on there. Their fans are on there. The players are on there. This is where the real talk is happening. There's like literally everything you could think of right now on TikTok. You just got to see it. All right, now let's get into it. Now, of course, Powerhouse NYC is going down Sunday, November 21st at the Prudential Center. Right, we told you about the Migos being in the building, right? Right. Play some Migos. We also told you about Moneybag Yo. He'll be in the building. Hey. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Get them crossing the line today. The hate be so real, the love be fake. Be bumping they gums and bumping my tape. Also, Polo G will be in the building. I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding. I've been making like 2,000 a minute. So high up through the clouds, I was swimming. I'm probably gonna drown when I'm in it. I bet she gonna get loud when I'm in it. Sweetie will also that be in the building. my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Got her own money. She don't need no Gonna dance for her. She had two, three drinks. Now she twerking. Now, also shout to my brother, Sean Gray. I didn't know that this was his son. Sean Gray used to uh, be the manager and run Sue's Rendezvous up in uh, Mount Vernon. But this is his son, Capella Gray. What I'm jealous. The city is my palace. What I'm going to do? Because I want she and she and she. Now, can you call somebody your brother if you didn't know that was their son? I didn't know he has uh, four or five. So maybe you should say this is my guy, no, my that's, man. No, it's my bro. I didn't know that was his kid, though. Your bro. Now it's your bro. Now that's my bro. That's my bro. Okay, okay. He's a good guy. He brought me a lot of money. We did We did a lot of great business together. I just didn't know that was his son. Got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, also, Spin King and Friends will be in the building. Shout out to my brother, Spin King. And Play a Spin King and Friends record. Did you have an announcement. Well, yeah, Where the Spend King and Friends record? Y'all so disrespectful. I didn't put it up there. Play everybody record, but you don't have a Spend King and Friends record. Talk to the birthday boy. He's the one that put all these records in here. Okay. Eddie. He could have played the A Boogie and Spend yes, King. Yeah, I people anyway, under the bus. Why not? Could have played the Fetty Wapping. What's the bus for? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And also add it. One more drum roll. Okay, one more time. Roddy Rich and Little Baby will be in the building. Just add it. To Powerhouse NYC, November 21st at the Prudential Center. Why are you looking like that? Looking like what? <laughs> like that. Why oh, you don't seem excited? What do you want me to do? Joe. Shout out to bro again. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Powerhouse. That's right. Powerhouse NYC. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Trying to figure out why you ain't getting both their own separate moment. Tickets at Ticketmaster. Why you put them together? Lil Baby, Roddy Rich. As if they're a group. I said just add it, Roddy Rich and Little Baby. Should have said artists. Roddy Rich and play the Roddy Rich all right, record. All right, here we go. And just add it, Roddy Rich. And who else? And also Little Baby. I'm like, come and put that. Don't be running from me. Yes. Get them separate moment, man. Right now, are you excited? Okay. <laughs> And the Cowboys will be there. Hey, no, we won't. We got a Super Bowl to plan for. All right, we don't got time for this. All right, let's no damn powerhouse. You on the way to the Super Bowl? All right, well, let's get into front page news. We gonna do that now, or we gonna play a little baby? Play a little baby. All right, we'll play a little baby. Go. All right. Low Baby will be at Powerhouse NYC. If you haven't got your tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com. And don't worry, we will be giving away a trip for two to Powerhouse. We'll fly you to Powerhouse, get you hotel accommodations and tickets to the show. All right? Okay. So keep it locked. We're going to be giving it away before we get up out of here today. All Are right. we giving that away today? Eddie, we giving that away today, right? I don't know if that's a today gift. I think it is today. 
Yes, today. It is. Yes, for Eddie's okay. birthday. Yes, yes, today. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. World Series. Major League Baseball, the Astros beat the Braves last night 9-5. to The Braves still lead the series 3-2. to Football. All right. Titans beat the Colts. The Jets beat the Bengals. The Eagles beat the Lions. 49ers beat the Bears. Seahawks beat the Jaguars. The Broncos beat the Washington team. Uh, the Saints beat the Buccaneers. The Patriots beat the Chargers. The Rams beat the Texans. Steelers beat the Browns. Bills beat the Dolphins. Panthers beat the Falcons. Cowboys beat the Vikings. And now... In Slow Monday, down on that one, King. Slow down me. on that one. No, 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 no. Let you, let you enjoy that one when you say it. Like no. I want your mouth to be slow. No. All right? No. Savor that. No. Cowboys beat the Vikings without our starting quarterback, Dak Prescott. Very important to note that. Okay? And in Monday Night Football, the Giants take on the Chiefs. Right? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, 73 to 9 will be the final score in that game. I know, my Even though the Chiefs are aren't amazing win. this year, but 73 to 9. My Giants will win that one. All right, what else we got, Yeezy? You want to bet something on that? Nope. Nope. Well, let's oh, talk okay. about Alpo Martinez. Now, he was a drug kingpin. He was portrayed by Cameron and paid in full. Mm-hmm. He was killed in a drive-by shooting. He was sitting in his 2017 Dodge Ram at 147th Street and Frederick Douglass Boulevard around 3.30 a.m. He was shot five times. Mm according to the police on Sunday morning. His last known address was in Maine. He did get rushed to the Harlem Hospital, but unfortunately they could not save him. According to a high-ranking police source, they told the New York Post that Alpo Martinez was in danger as soon as he returned to his old stomping ground. Uh, The source said you were in the witness protection program because you testified against other drug dealers. You make a lot of enemies who have a score to settle when you return to the same area where we'll get out very fast. He's back in the zone. The source said that uh, Alberto Alpar Martinez's vehicle had paper plates from Texas. It wasn't clear if he had left the witness protection early entirely or if he was just back for a visit. But they did have photos from that scene with bullets in his red truck. They said it seems pretty intentional when you shoot somebody five times. So our condolences go out to his family. He was 55 years old. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's very, very intriguing because, I mean, what would make him think he could go back? Like, why would he want to? Well, he's been back to Harlem since he was released. Uh, oh, I, he was? I, yeah, I, I don't, he was I'm, released in 2015. He served yeah, he, a 35-year sentence. He's been back and forth. So he was in witness protection now? Yeah, he was. And not in Harlem. He, he left. Right? No. Huh. They said his last known address was in Maine. So I don't know if they, but they're not supposed to tell you when someone's in witness protection. Uh, There's been pictures of him in Harlem before. All right. A Chinese millionaire is talking about how he withdrew $780,000 cash at the bank because they were rude to him and he made them count the money by hand. So the man's name is only known as Sunwear. And he said he did that. The security guards had a terrible attitude. He said he took out the maximum he could withdraw in one day. And he plans to take out the rest of his tens of millions to transfer to other banks. So we don't know if he's going to go back there to withdraw the rest of his money. But he said he asked the bank to count his cash by hand. In case it fell short, it took a couple of bank tellers over two hours to count that money. That's my type of petty. I know it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't be rude to people. When you rude to people, okay, I got something for you. Now you're going to work today. Your hand's going to hurt. I ain't mad at him. And I'm taking all my money out. (laughs) And I'm taking all my money out. Yep. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back uh, Friday, we kicked it with Wale. So we're going to get that on today. So don't move. I believe that was Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Because I missed my flight Thursday after this. Yeah, I had to leave early, so I didn't miss my flight. So we're going to kick it with Wale when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our brother, our friend in the building. Yes. For Lauren. Wale. 
They pay you for this? That's my pay. Oh, wow. No wonder you have all these cars. Yo, stop it, man. So how have you been I'd blush like that, too, if I was a light-skinned with that many cars. Stop it, man. How have you been during the pandemic? Light-skinned with all the cars. They go Drake, Envy. Chris Brown. Chris Brown and then, like, nobody, for real. How many cars do you have? Too many. Now, too many. How let's, about, let's talk about you, Wale, though. Yeah, let's talk about you. are not letting me get away I'm with this. I'm just asking how you were during the pandemic. He, had, he actually had COVID and pneumonia. I was wondering about how pneumonia. many cars you had. You was posting. Oh, my you God. had COVID and pneumonia. You were yeah. actually in the hospital. Yeah. That yeah. must have been scary. That shit, it feel like you don't got no control over nothing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was like in denial. I was like, yeah, I got COVID, but I, I mean, I'm just going to stay in the house, blah, blah, blah. And then it's getting worse. And then I put the little... um. Ox- oximeter. Oh, to see how the, yeah, so my oxygen breathing. is, yeah. And it was so low, and I was like, well, I gotta go. I'm like, I'm, I can't breathe. And I remember being there, and I remember, like, you know, anxiety, like mm-hmm. how we deal with it. It was another version. You thought like, you was gonna die. It was just a, it was like, I remember they was, they was taking my blood, and the lady couldn't find my veins and all this other oh. stuff, and I just remember I passed out from anxiety, like just that alone. I passed out, and then I just woke back up. And I was just like, wow, like I'm really, and I was really just like regular like three days ago. And then you know, I just realized how serious that is. I had to beg them to let me let me go home. Cause I was like, man, I can do, I can rap, be on bed rest in the crib, but just being in there dolo, nobody can come in. That's right. Who's the first person you called to let them know? Cause I know you didn't want to I didn't want to call my mother. I did not want to call my mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell none of, nobody in my immediate family until I was like back on track. Wow, you really? needed them prayers, man. Yeah. Why, why not man, my, have my mama prayers? My mother just, I know, she just be, probably just be worried. Too yeah. You ain't want your mom to be stressed out. Yeah, I just knew I, I'd get through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't really call that many people, man. Not many people knew. I was talking to God a lot, though. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep saying gratitude. Like, you know, forget the music shit. Like, mm-hmm. just like being able to do what I love and just right. like be able to breathe. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a blessing in itself. Well, let's talk about after, that. Okay. Do you have any after effects? The the main thing with me is the the COVID fog. That shit is real. Like that's what DL Hughley talked about. You be yeah. like you be like you be like doing something. Be like, what, what was I doing? What was yeah. I saying? It's, it feel like you smoked like too much or something like that. And then um for me, because I I have like anxiety and stuff, everything was heightened. Right. So my first time going out, everything felt super bright. Everybody felt like they was talking too fast. You know, my heart rate was going up, my, my palms were sweaty. And then I remember having to do Rolling Loud and I had to breathe because I was like, everything was, it was so loud, it was so, yeah. it was so much. And I was like my third time being like out, out since, you know, I beat the joint. So, you know, that COVID fog and that, that post-COVID anxiety is like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I, I still feel like I still have a little remnants of that. Of like, just better. like, yeah. you know how you got it? You know, were you outside? Was it in the studio, <laughs> in performance? Do you know or not? <laughs> Man, me, me so and my know. man Sean Dickinson, we have a running joke about it because I won't say her name, but it's like an A-list actress, like a OG that was around us that day, the day before, like, and we just be like, yo, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but you know, um, who knows? I don't know. I was outside a lot around that time because it was around right before the 4th of July or whatever. Well, let's talk about gratitude because that's one thing I always said about Wale. Wale's dope. He has a lot of success but I don't know if he appreciates where he is in the game. Right. Because you might be comparing yourself to too many other people. Right. When you, yes, you should. Mm-hmm. So do you, are you, are you over that now? Do you finally appreciate who and what you are? I've never felt like I was ungrateful, but I always like knew where I was at. I knew what, what I, you know, where, what, what my talent level is, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think I've kind of let a lot of that go. Cause it's just like, you know what? I can't make certain people like me. It's unfortunate. 
that some people are still harping on tired narratives and all that, but mm-hmm. I can't. Do, I was, I've done all I can do. Let it be what it's gonna be and sell out your tour and have fun. Because mm-hmm. like, shoot, I can't spend the rest of my life just being like, yo, you know, it's frustrating. But yeah. what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And what about with relationships? I know we always talk about that. And on the song "Dearly Beloved," huh? you do take like responsibility for not being ready to right. be in a relationship. So, do you feel like you're still in that space? You feel like you're still not ready? Well, well, I, just ready got, now. I just got a great imagination. <laughs> what that mean? It's just music. I just be telling stories, man. Like, also, it's not about you. Interpret it how you want to interpret it. Oh, so you're not keeping it real in yeah. the music? No, it's real. No. <laughs> Somebody felt it. Uh, I felt it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's real emotions. This might not be a real story. Or I'm just really good at spinning, spinning the and y'all bring it up. No, but seriously. Because, <laughs> first of all, every time you do an interview, all these girls tweet me like, "Tell Wale I want to date him. I'm available." Like all these Pick people. Up, why don't you like sort them out and then text me? I'm very busy, Wale. I'm not gonna exactly. sort through all these women exactly. tweeting me. There you go. You want to sit it for me? I'm very busy. So, but I, I, I mean, if you want me to, you put me on a blind date. Yeah, I'll set you up on a blind date. Last, I don't trust you. Do I don't trust her. Wale, somebody that he did, thought that could possibly be the one. Nah, we was just joking. Yeah, I love the first record on the. Album, right? Mm-hmm. New balances. New balances. Mm-hmm. Tell us what the song is, but also what does new balances mean to, to DC? I mean, it's like, you know, some metaphor, obviously. Like, you know, same old city, new balances. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I take a win, I take a loss. Revenue good, but my legacy not. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. on the fence while I'm on the charts. Mm-hmm. Talk with my money and speak with my heart. I'm basically saying, like, I'm just trying to make sure my, my legacy is where it's going to be. Like, my trajectory is still going where it's going to be win, lose, or draw. I'm always going to keep trying to strive. You know what I'm saying? And what, and what's the, what does New Balances mean to D.C. as far as sneaker culture? It's a debatable uh, conversation. Why? I see you getting a lot of those lately Cause, with uh, artists. Because uh, well, they say D.C. might have started New Balances, but uh, Baltimore might have started it. New, no, 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 not New York. But no, New York didn't start New Balances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did Nike ACGs. No. That's what Jim Jones that's was Jim, on you yeah. about. Yeah, yeah but you know, you know, that's just he's just having fun. <laughs> you know, he's just having fun on the internet. You think like, so? Yeah. Them all of them had them, them ACG boots early. Yeah, but y'all had y'all do the sweatpants yeah. and, the, and the Timberlands and the funny socks. Tim, now was now now you put Timberlands on us? No, no, that's y'all wild. didn't start them. I said, Whoa, that's what y'all right? Wore. You see that's that? Wild. No, y'all did, said, y'all did the Timberlands. That's no. wild. What do you mean? No. I thought ACG boots no. was DC. No, no, no. Thank Tim's you. definitely Thank New York. You. I said that's what y'all wear. I didn't no, say y'all I mean, started that. I know Harlem had the new balance. No, Harlem did the um the pink Tims and all of that. That was good. That was a good good vibe. Everything Wu Tang did the Super Tims, all that. But the ACG Super Tims, forty below. The joints right here. <laughs> no, that was tight. No, that was tight. That's what y'all call them. Forty below. Oh, yeah, we st- I thought it was called Super Tims. <laughs> but we, no, we wore Tims too. We still, everybody wear Tims. Right? Actually, I should be prouder for Timberlands. They, they went more yeah. nationwide. We was doing, we was doing foams. You know what I'm saying? We was doing Nike boots. That was our blend. I know it's such a small place. <laughs> in, in the, in, it's like how could these how could these people that live so close to the president be influential? Y'all did the New Balance. Y'all man. have more ra- y'all have more rappers. Y'all have more y'all have more visibility. I, we I had, I had Nike boots in tenth grade, bro. That wasn't a thing. We all did. No, you nobody. You can't wear Tim's in the rain <laughs> or the snow. Exactly, but y'all <laughs> wearing them job interviews. You can't wear Tim's in the niggas rain. Niggas <laughs> was wearing Timberlands with the tuxedo to the, to the, on the beach. Yeah, niggas was going to the pool with the Tim's on with no <laughs> socks. Were. 
This all good. No, not a lot. Man, listen, Harlem, Brooklyn and Harlem have a lot to do with style and hip-hop. And the Bronx. That's and right. Queens. A lot. Well, the whole nah, blend. Nah, the, y'all whole junk, man. But Nike Boots was always DC. Yeah, fit, I mean, goddamn, you came out with a song in 07, fit, bro. Fitted hats, y'all got that. Jerseys. That. Y'all did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can't have everything, man. Yeah, don't want everything. I want yeah, Nike Boots, too. <laughs> we started that. No, man. That was us, man. We ain't really, you know what I'm saying? We started Go-Go, too. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Go-Go started in Brooklyn. You didn't know that? <laughs> Harlem or Queens. One of them joints. <laughs> All right, we got more Wale. When we come back, let's get into a joint right now. It's called Poke Out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wale, Wale is here. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Wale. Charlemagne? I know you and Cole are, like, cool, but did y'all get cooler after he put that record up? We, I mean, Cole can't even get no cooler. Yeah. Like, we already, yeah. we had to, we had to. We Until just the whole him. album come out. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> like this regardless. Like, I feel like in a lot of ways we polar opposites, but we, we, we like this, though. Like, we... I talked to him yesterday. A record ain't gonna do, it ain't gonna move the needle on our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like we, we we really friends like that. But that's what I like about you. That's what I like about me. Like to me, that's a real relationship when right. you can have when the relationship fluctuates. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You y'all y'all, y'all always friends, but y'all might have some issues. Yeah. No. Well, I don't think me and Cole really had issues ever for real. You think so? Uh, I mean, if you do a whole, I'm not gonna say an issue, but if you do a whole verse about somebody, it's, it's that person is definitely on your mind, and to release it publicly. Who did that? Cole. I mean, he said it wasn't. All right, come on. I don't believe that. All right, well. But I mean, I, I got to take him at his word, right? Got to take him at his word. <laughs> Why that single, though? Why poke it out for? Because people would think you and Cole would be on some, like, lyrical, socially conscious. And that's why you do that. Why you do that? That's exactly why you do that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we went with the vibe. When we used to be around each other every day, we used to have fun all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cole, me and Cole used to be at the, in the, in the back of the club with... That's when we was big Hennessy men. Like we used to be mm-hmm. off to just just be drinking Hennessy all like all night and just be partying all night. So it's just like it felt like that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys are playing it over here like six, seven times a day. Aren't you guys syndicated or something? It's actually on the countdown already. It's all, well. It's, it's it was number two. It was number yeah, it's one. Already most, on the it was number one most added twice in the week before we went for ads. It was number one most added. So mm-hmm. I'm you know it's doing really really well and I'm you know I'm grateful that everybody's receiving it. You I always well. have hits. Yeah, I agree. I feel like <laughs> he does, <laughs> but you gotta talk like that. That's why I like when I he hear you does. say you you feel like you're one of the greatest rappers of all time. How else you supposed to feel? I mean, that's true, but it's like some people not really ready to accept it. For real, but mm-hmm. it's fine. You know what I mean? I am. Mm-hmm. I, I am. feel like it's a class. Your class is respect season for two people in particular. You and Cuddy. Okay. Meaning like meaning like now's the time for y'all to get y'all just do. What am I missing something? No, I mean. I'm I'm just listening to your opinion. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. You and Cuddy cool, right? Okay. Oh. Okay. Silence, silence I got I got I got I don't got I don't have no hate hatred in my heart for nobody. Mm-hmm. Right, but that don't necessarily mean y'all cool. So what is cool? What's cool mean to y'all? You guys speak. So nah. you gotta speak to somebody to be cool? Nah, I don't agree so with let's, that. Let's let's see what let's, I do if we cool. Let's see let's see what uh what cool mean to y'all. Yeah, you ain't got to be friends, but cool, like, you know, you have, if you see them, run into them, speak to them, maybe check in, send a text. Think, I don't think we in the same circles. Yeah. So it's cool. Oh, that's fine. It's not an issue. So I don't got no issue. I don't have no issues with anybody. That's right. what I'm saying. Now, what was the intention with Falarin too? Say everything with my chest? I mean, wow, that's crazy. I just, you know, I was really vulnerable. At the end of your vulnerability is there's a light. 
for Lauren Two is my light. Is Wale Wale is Wale happy right now? Man, we do this joint every I'm just time. Asking, is this so happy? Time. Is this and man? Y'all say y'all say I look happy every time I come here. It's like I'm happier and happier, man. No, he was good. asking you, are you happy? I said, are you happy? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I'm always happy, that's man. Good. No, you're not always happy, but I'm glad. Every time, I, every time I come here, I'm happy. So okay. that's all we. Yeah, well, yeah, we're happy to have you. The here. My, like, yeah, <laughs> happy. <laughs> I'm just uh, listen, I kind of look at joke. you as a, yeah. a little bit I'm of a joking. loner sometimes. I'm not I'm sure a loner. if that's correct. I am. I am a loner. Right. So how? So in the pandemic, having to spend time alone, did mm. how did that affect you, or was yeah, better man. for you? I don't. It was a it was a roller coaster. I lost so many friends to all types of stuff, health issues. Self-inflicted issues, mental issues, drugs. Man, it's just I don't know, man. Like I think I think Bro be always talking about like you know everybody needs therapy like da da da, da mm-hmm. before the pandemic, but now even more so. I'm talking about literally 99.9 percent of the world needs to talk to somebody. 100. Uh, it's so it's so crazy. So you're like, doing that. You got well. It's well. That's a good question because it's hard to find somebody. It really is. It really is. Because you don't trust people. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. When well, you talk to him, he... he, he I do. We talk. What you mean? We talk. We talk. We talk. That's my man. For, for different That's my man. Like if that. he had eight, eight, 800 cards, he probably would have been like, you can have one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're good at speaking to women. No. Not as like a dating On situation. Songs. No, I'm not talking about dating, but just like... I'd be like, man, get the... F- it's like, nah. You definitely don't do that. No, nah, I don't do that. But no, I mean, just even conversationally for some reason. I don't know. Have you been around me and women before? I mean, like on lip service, I feel like that was a that was like years two ago. hour therapy session though, and you were even, very. I don't open. even remember nothing I said on that joint. And I'm sure he was drinking. You can't drink and have a therapy session. Dang, he said he sure he sure you was drinking. Drink on that show. That's why. Like you alcoholic or something. He you sure you was drinking, Wally. <laughs> it's another brand of water. I just like to like. Oh, we gotta Now I heard that you know that you know the students at Howard were very happy. They said that while they were out there protesting, right? You pulled up and you. uh Bought them food to make sure that they were good. And yeah. spoke to them and sat down for them for a while. I'm glad you touched on that because, um, like, I was trying to get more information on it, and um, we reached out to the uh, the president. Um, we waiting to hear back from him, and um, we just trying to we trying to make it amicable. We just want to make it smooth. I don't want to come in so aggressive and be like, okay, the rap guy's coming in. And, mm-hmm. Nah, let's just try to like, you know, rectify the situation because Howard is a staple. I think if I could take anything from this, I just want some transparency between the students. And the people in power over there. I, mean, um, I reached out to him too as well to try to get him on the Breakfast Club to explain what's going on, but haven't heard nothing back. Why don't we? Yet. Why don't we? Why don't we press that issue right now? Why don't we try to figure out something where it's, it's full transparency with the student body and the people in power? I don't want to say in charge, but let's say let's say in, right. in power. Because really, you work for those students, right? Because yeah, the students are paying yeah. a lot of money. And, and and their families. Howard, 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 Howard got it. I'm not, power, I'm not pocket watching Howard. Howard got it. Like, they got a seven hundred million dollar plus. Okay endowment. now, okay now. You so know what I, mean? I just want to know, you know, and I'm sure the the kids' parents want to know because we don't want Howard to turn into like 13th grade for just people that's from the DMV <laughs> and nobody wants like we don't want that. So we, had, right. we had a lot of great people that graduated. That's what I'm saying. So we got to we got to protect the legacy of the school. And I mean, shoot. Maybe we get some one or two of the students to come here first. I w- no, I would love to. And the reason I reached out because Hampton had a, a, a situation like this a couple of years ago. Oh but yeah. I was able to fly to Hampton and speak to the president myself, and we had a conversation, and we were able to help help things move. Howard, you know, I want the same thing. I, it, it hurts me because I was at homecoming and I was there when you came through with the, with the food and, and with the, with the students. But you see, you know, the yard is is divided. You got a, a lot of students out there that's living in tents because they're saying that you know that where they live is moldy and that there's you know rodents and. 
We just want to get it fixed because this is our community. Upgraded, these are upgraded. our schools. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. We want to fix it. These, and, 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 and most importantly, these are our future leaders. Yeah. Correct. I want to be involved in Bowie State, Howard, Morgan, Norfolk, you know, uh, VS, uh, VSU, all of these places, the bro. Union, like, you know, I want to be involved. Yeah. Like, why not? I want the th two HBCUs. Like, right. you know. So man, maybe this is maybe this might be the platform to just give some transparency, or at least have like some of the the students from Howard come talk to you, because right. now it just exists on TikTok. Absolutely, this might be the place. You heard it first, man. Let's talk about fluctuate, man. Right? Mm -hmm. Why does life fluctuate? <laughs> well, love fluctuates. That second verse on fluctuate is to me probably like the top three verses of the year to me. Let's go back and listen. Why don't we play it? Yeah, can we play, play it now? Let's play it. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay. Can I get some more um of my water? We don't have, we don't have that. You, you don't, don't own that water. Oh, we'll, we, we're going to play Fluctuate on air. <laughs> she didn't get the joke. No. <laughs> Can I get some more? Do you have more, some more of this specific water? No, Aquapana? we don't. No. Oh, you didn't get it either. Uh-uh. Oh. oh I, I, you know what? It's early. I thought I smelt it, but I was like. Blanco. No, 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 no. Like tequila. 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 Okay, okay. White or brown? White. Tell us why it's the second best verse of the year, though. Break it down. I don't want to misquote it because. I probably just drank too much water. I'm overly hydrated. Okay. But the meaning of this joint is basically like the love fluctuating, the hate will fluctuate. Mm -hmm. So the good and the bad always fluctuate. And the money's the reason. All right, we got more with Wale. When we come back, let's get into another joint off the album. It's called Fluctuate. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Wale. Yee. You've said before that you took the pressure off yourself to get married. Right? Mm -hmm. But is that something that you want to do one day? How, where you see that at? That's not an interview you did. Oh, you be reading I read all the time. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know. Donnell uh, told me you can't read. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> with you. Um, I think that when you let go of the pressure of, like, saying, I got to do this, got to do this. Because in Nigerian households, they that marriage is a big thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to embarrass nobody. Be having a big ceremony, this, that, and the third, and then having to go through divorce. Like our parents don't don't get divorced. Like they'll be, we just have they just gonna be dysfunctional. And then so one of the one of the family members go to Nigeria for five years, six years, and they still not divorced. I don't want to put nobody through that. I don't want to put nobody uh, nobody family through that. I don't. And then my, the job, my job is so unorthodox. It's just hard. It's just I don't want to put nobody through that. That you Nigerian you upbringing is hard, huh? We had yeah. Yvonne Orji mm -hmm. on, and she was basically saying she she got to unlearn so much of that that culture. Cause it's, it's, it's like a it's, bar of perfection that's just unattainable. Yeah, we was all supposed to be doctors, lawyers, or engineers. Yep. And it took me probably to meet Obama for my mother to be like, wow, you really, like, I'm proud, proud. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You think you could be with one person for the rest of your life? I don't, man, you know, when I did Red Table Talk, I love, first of all, I love Jada and Will, like, but when she talk about marriage, sometimes it seems like subconsciously, she makes it seem like it's such a difficult thing. And... That kind of like validates what my my perspective is like. Yo, why everybody be like marriage is so hard? You just gotta go work on it. So why am I making my life harder? It's well, I think be... there's a lot of benefits that come with that too. What are the benefits of marriage? I love I love stability. I love having a, a a partner that I know is is down for me, and you know we we complement each other. And I think the problem with marriage is people feel like somebody got to be the dominant, and somebody has to be the person that's yeah, not dominant. That's an old that's bull. It should be seed and soil, right, seed and soil. because seed and soil come together. Something grows from it, and it bears fruit. That's the way it should be. Seed and soil. Seed and soil, and it don't matter who the seed, don't matter who the soil. But I also. And, and, so what do you think? The but listen, I also feel like because I'm not married, right? But I also feel like I don't 
have to get married and I don't have that pressure to be married just like you. Now, do I feel like I could be with somebody forever? Yes. Do I feel like I have to get married to do that? I don't feel like I have to. I'm not saying that I never would, but I don't feel the pressure to do it. Did you get did you answer the question on what the benefits of marriage is? Well, there's some tax benefits from what I hear. Oh, so he's talking about money now. I just I like and I And then love, even if something should happen to one of you, there's that. I love but having I somebody also, to go home. But I to. also feel like it is a business proposition at the same time. It's an arrangement, right? Where you guys because you have to sign paperwork. When you saying what? See, it depends. So, see, that's what I'm saying. When you say words like arrangement and paperwork, it is. I feel like it. Yeah, it is. That's exactly. That's why I feel, it takes. But it summer. depends. So but I wrote this. I wrote this. Or... I wrote this on May 22nd. I don't know. At 3:38. I don't. I must have been in the club. <laughs> most people ain't married, and most marriages ain't happy. So think about the percentages. Where you got that from, though? Where do y'all? y'all I hear people throw you that that out. That's not true. No, no. The divorce rate is, is skyrocketing. And, and the happily married rate, I'm going to read it to you. 86%, the vast majority of people, 86% describe their marriages as either very happy, extremely happy, or perfect. That's after you take first the 60% of all, first of all, divorce. First of all, when you, first of all, yeah, that's that too. First of all, when anybody says anything is perfect, they're lying. Nothing is perfect. That's Nobody, not true. It can be perfect for you. No. They probably answered that question live from the honeymoon. I just always hear people who not married saying how bad marriage is. How I, always see, I always see married. <laughs> I've had married women at shows saying uh -oh. stuff. I've have I've had friends that have been married that be like just. Have you slept with a married woman, Wale? Lord no, have mercy. No, I'm not. I'm not a, a homemaker. <laughs> no, I respect the bond of marriage. What about if you didn't know till after? No, I'm asked. Okay. What are some other questions that you ask right away? <laughs> like, what matters to you? Because you say you ask if someone's married. What else matters? Shoot. Maybe my bar is under the devil's bed, man, because I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what I don't have. You've been hurt. Yeah. You got trust issues. I got, there I go. You got to deal with your own internal stuff it's before you even exactly. deal with somebody else. But you probably hurt women as well, right? I hurt because I'm hurt, like, in a way. Because I know, like, sometimes I don't feel worthy of certain people sometimes. And I just, like, I just need my, like, space. I get really isolated sometimes. Mm -hmm. My friends call it. <laughs> my man, they be like, you going back to Gotham? And then that basically is, like, when, my, when I be in a crib for, like, three days. In the back cave. There's no light. It's just I just be watching TV, smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? But that happens in marriages, though. That's why you. Every, I don't know, everybody got man. different spaces. I just feel like I the just, wife need me time. I feel like need I'm me the time. type of nigga that just be needed space sometimes and just okay. needed like you know what I'm saying. And marriage just feels like a job. Like I just feel like a lot of people that's married. It always feels like it's just gonna. It's always ending soon. Like so many people that you think you got a perfect relationship that should be over. You know, eventually. But you know, it's okay. Marriage licenses should have to be, get renewed in like every 10 years. I've heard that before. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? You said uh, you, you described it as a job, but they also say that if um, if you love something, you'll never work a day in your life. So just find the right person that you are actually in love with. I don't, I don't even know if that's possible, man. Like, I don't know. Is that just think how I'm wired because of my job and what I do? Like, I'm not saying I would, I would love to, but I just, it's just highly unlikely that I would feel like that type of like energy from somebody that's like, man, I'm on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I don't believe in pressuring anybody to do anything they're not ready to do, so. <laughs> Says the one who gets me to do all the interviews she wants me to do. What? We and then gets inducted in the Radio Hall of Fame. Well, listen, for Lauren 2. For Lauren 2, we didn't even talk enough about the album. But listen, gonna, we talked about like eight songs off the album and That's played two enough. of them. That's not enough. We should do a Wale Takeover. Yes, man, just play the whole album. We'll play half of it. I know no, you guys. Who do you think you are, Cali? Uh, Drake? 
You yes. know they the only ones that get that. Yes, I would like the Drake Khaled stimulus package. <laughs> the iHeart joint. I don't know how much that costs. Hey, whatever. We're going to figure it out. Hey, no, but uh, no, I, I want to say this before I go. Um, so the jump in record, right, with uh, uh, Lil Chris, uh, uh, T.O.B. That's right. It's important, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not no rookie no more. I got to bring some more, some more jewelry to the game. That record right there is one of them joints that's gonna be like, what I hope to be one of them joints I'll that introduce the most recent subgenre of go go to the world. I've been talking about go go with Pharrell, Travis Scott, J Cole, and everybody's asking when my go go album coming out. Jump in is the the very very first true step into the go go album because it is an original go go song, and I, I know in my heart that we're gonna do something special with go go man. You know, it's it's one of the blackest genres of music that that ever existed. Go go, right. you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah. I appreciate y'all having well, thank me. You, Envy man, appreciate you, bro. Oh, thank you for everything. You don't get no love. You know it's the Breakfast saying? Club. Go get for Lauren too. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Fetty Wap um, and a state correctional officer were charged with others in a drug distribution ring. Allegedly, they're saying this ring distributed more than 100 kilos of narcotics across Long Island and New Jersey, according to a federal indictment. That indictment was unsealed in New York Friday. So there were six people who were charged by federal authorities with conspiring to distribute and possess controlled substances. Fatty Wap was arrested Thursday at Cityfield. And they're saying the pipeline of drugs in this investigation ran thousands of miles from the West Coast to the communities here in our area, contributing to the addiction and overdose epidemic we have seen time and time again tear people's lives apart. Mm. According to the indictment, the defendants distributed allegedly more than 100 kilos of cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, and crack cocaine. Mm. That's sad. I hear stories like that, and I really hope that it's not, not true. true. Because what's the point of getting out the hood, beating the odds, only to get involved in the drug game? Yeah, he just released a project. I was just in the studio with him about, I think, about a week ago, listening to his new album, which is uh, dedicated to his daughter that just passed away. So I, I pray that it's, it's not true. All right. Now for some good news, let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And this is the most diverse class of inductees, the 2021 class, amongst the people who were actually honored this year. LL Cool J, mm -hmm. Jay Z, mm -hmm. Foo Fighters, Gil Scott Heron, uh, Clarence Avant, amongst other people. So, congratulations to everybody who actually were honored this year. Now, let's discuss. Jay Z actually um, was introed by both Obama and Dave Chappelle. Here is what Dave Chappelle had to say I would like to apologize to the other. <laughs> it's an incredible honor. Induct this next man into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I need everybody in Rock and Roll to know that even though we were honoring him, he's ours. I can sit up here tonight, I can talk about his acting, his businessman, talk about his accomplishments and music. But I think what's most important for everyone in this room to know is what he means to us, what he means to his culture. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, in addition here is Barack Obama introing Jay-Z. I've turned to Jay-Z's words at different points in my life, whether I was brushing dirt off my shoulder on the campaign trail, or yeah. sampling his lyrics on the Edmund Pettus Bridge on the 50th anniversary of the Selma March to Montgomery. Today, Jay-Z is one of the most renowned artists in history and an embodiment of the American dream, a dream he has helped make real for other young people like him. 
So let me be one of the first to welcome Hope, the kid from Marcy Houses, to HOF as an official Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Whoop, whoop. All right, now Jay-Z talked about how the song Hard Knock Life changed the course of his career. We were orphans in America. That's who we was in these ghettos of America. Mother America had a hand in us and we were ghettos and we were orphans. And it was like, oh, I have to speak. This is who I have to speak for. And we didn't have our fathers around. So not only did it have to be the orphan, it had to be Daddy Warbucks too. Oh, so I made a song for Hard Knock Life. That set the um, cost of, you know, what I would do for the rest of my career. In addition to that, he also did think Damon Dash, and this went viral after Bevy Smith was watching and posted. And he created this company called Rockefeller Records. Shout out to Damon. I know you don't see eye eye, but I, I can never erase your accomplishments. Thank you, and Jay. I you. Thank, thank you, for, thank you for acknowledging Damon Dash. I guess everything is all about the moment and timing because I've never heard Jay not acknowledge Damon. Our bigs. Mm-hmm. He's always yeah. He's always acknowledged them. them. Yeah, absolutely. They always said they didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but he always acknowledged them. Absolutely. All right. Also, congratulations to Tina Turner. She was inducted. The Go Go's were inducted, and as we said, LL Cool J, who also brought out some surprise guests. He had Eminem join him for his Rock the Bells classic. J Lo also contributed to a live rendition of their song "All I Have." So here is Dr. Dre introing LL Cool J into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. L, do you remember a story you told me about leaving Def Jam? You were the first artist on Def Jam. You recorded all of this music and delivered all of these albums. Then fast forward to this, your deal is up. And you told me you were really expecting a, a, a really high dope party gift, right? Do you remember what you told me you got? A cheap watch. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, what is that? Well, now I guess you know what time it is, right? And in the next hour, we'll play LL Cool J also accepting his award. I would like to congratulate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for convincing hip-hop LL Cool J and hip-hop Jay-Z to grace them with their presence. And I want to thank LL and Jay for allowing uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to use their image and likeness. And I'm glad that LL and Jay accepted the honor and bought validation to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. LL Cool J's been nominated six times in the past. Wow. As well as another one of my main inspirations, Climax North Carolina's own Clarence Avant. Okay, they bought some uh, validation to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, shout and congrats to LL and Jay-Z. Both of them heavily inspired me and into a lot of the things that I do, especially in music. And, and my girl Tina Turner, business. by the way. Yeah, I so love some Tina Turner. Shout out to those brothers. I just, you know, just seeing LL and what he's done for Queens and the fact that he rolls from Queens and his grandmom's house and his grandmother allowing people to come in and see her crib and see all the awards was, was always huge inspiration. So shout to L and Hove. All right. I respect LL for sure. Mr. Car- Mr. Carter and Clarence Avon are definitely two of my main inspirations. Dropping the clues bombs for all those kings, though. Those gods mm-hmm. and, and queens. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, who you giving your donkey to? Man, there's a brother named Kevon Burns. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Now, everybody's talking about TikTok right now, even sports fans. Now, Charlamagne, you seen this? Why are you talking to me about football and trying to show me TikTok, sir? Because your team is on there. Their fans are on there. The players are on there. This is where the real talk is happening. There's like literally everything you could think of right now on TikTok. You just got to see it. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. 
It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny shit to say out his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but like... I mean no harm. Wow, donkey of the day for Monday, November 1st. First of the month goes to a 28-year-old Michigan man named Kavon Burns. Now, Kavon Burns, ladies and gentlemen, just received a letter saying he was in contempt of court. What is contempt of court? Contempt of court is when a person disobeys a court order or disrupts the court's legal process and can result in punishments, including jail time and fines. Now, Kavon said there was no specific reason for contempt listed on the document, but forget all that. I don't care that Kavon got contempt of court. I care what Kavon did to put himself in a position to get contempt of court in the first place. See, Kavon had to appear in court via Zoom because of a charge he caught in 2020. The charge was operating a motor vehicle without security. Operating a vehicle without security means driving without car insurance and is considered a misdemeanor in Michigan. That can result in fines between $200 to $500 and up to a year in prison. All right, Because of that charge, his license was suspended. So... He's got a suspended license, and he had to have a Zoom court hearing to address the driving without security charge. I repeat, Kavon had a suspended license, and he had to have a Zoom court hearing to address the driving without security charge. Would you like to know how that went? Let's go to WGN-TV9 for the report, please. In Michigan, a driver with a suspended license thought it would be smart to try and double down. Are you driving right now? Yeah. You're suspended, and you're in court. First of all, interrupting the court. I'm not even driving. I'm parking somebody's car because they couldn't park. That's all I was doing. It's a female car. All right. I'm going to need you to park your car and get out of the car, okay? Hey, you're having a bad day. Just say that. I, well, I I'm not having a bad day. day until you started talking while driving at the same time that you're suspended. The judge could have issued a warrant for the man's arrest, but she didn't. He shared the stunt on TikTok. Kavon said he wasn't driving. Yes! Sorry. He was just parking someone's car. Last time, <laughs> last time I checked, you had to, you know, drive the car to park it. Oh my Isn't parking and driving two different things? Kavon had a suspended <laughs> license and showed up to his Zoom court hearing driving. Mm-hmm. Well, as you just heard, Kavon didn't duck it. He posted a clip of what we just heard on his own Instagram page, <laughs> and he tagged the shade room. Dropping the clues behind the shade room. Yes! The Shade Room reshared the video on October 8th and amassed over 2.9 million views with 17,000 comments. Then the video spread even further with another one of our favorite sites, Worldstar. Dropping the clues box for Worldstar. Worldstar shared it on IG the same day and it got over 2 million views. Mm-mm-mm. Then a Reddit user reshared the clip to Facepalm, which is a subform dedicated to the stupidity of individuals online. And yeah. They posted a video with the headline, Guy with Suspended License Shows Up to Zoom Court While Driving. That gained over 26,000 upvotes and 487 comments. Then last Friday, another person reposted the video to TikTok, where it blew up even further and garnered over 3.7 million views and 490,000 likes. Basically, as the kids say, he was viral. What does that even mean? I had a young lady walk up to me a couple weeks ago at one of my favorite spots to eat, Paula's in Hackensack. You ever been to Paula's? You've been to Paula's, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Drop on the clues box for Paula's Soul Food Restaurant in Hackensack, New Jersey. If you're ever in Jersey, pull up to Paula's in Hackensack. It's on Main Street. Nice young lady wanted to take a pic with me, and she said, Charlamagne, you know you viral, right? You viral. I got to get a pic with you. You viral. 
I have no idea what that means. I know things can go viral, but I didn't know a person could be considered viral. But these youngins think differently. So Kavan, he's viral. He thought he was viral so much so that he attempted to monetize that viralness because he set up a Shopify website selling sweatshirts and T-shirts featuring his quote from the video, if you're having a bad day, just say that. If you're having a bad day, just say that. That's what he told the judge. Right, Burns told Insider in an interview that within days of the clip going viral, he received the notice that the court was holding him in contempt, and he said there was no specific reason for contempt listed on the document. I don't know what the specific reason is either, but it just sounds like you need to be charged with something. All right. I don't have anything to add to this. I really don't. Kavon had a suspended license, showed up to Zoom court driving, tagged some of the biggest blogs in the game to post the crime, sold T-shirts to him mocking the judge, and now he's acting surprised because the courts are charging him with things. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Uh, please give Kavon Burns the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the Do we have to? Yes. Do we really have to? I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Not I right. guess for feces and giggles, guess what race it is? <laughs> Kavon Burns, 28-year-old Michigan man, uh, had a suspended license, showed up to Zoom court driving, posted his video to his own Instagram page, tag Shade Room. Guess what, what race it is? is? Angela Yee doesn't want to play. You want to ask Red? He sounded like a uh, that sounded like a white woman to me. A white woman? Okay. Red. Angelique says white woman, Red. Envy? Red, you don't want to play? Red said, no, I don't want to play. I'm good. Envy? Yes. 28-year-old Michigan man named Kavon Burns. Kavon Burns uh, had a suspended license. Showed up to Zoom court while driving. Posted his video tag Shade Room. Guess what race he is? See, um, this is very easy to me couple reasons why uh, i know a lot of people with their license suspended they don't believe in license suspended they drive anyway and all, all those people are black right wow. that's one no, no, that's, that's a very very broad generalization you just did i said man. i know a lot of people so it stands uh also the fact that they put it on their own social media had me slide into the left a little but then when, when you name the social media site shade room uh world star white people go to shade room world star uh white people go to world star those are big sites out here in these streets i'm going black Well, I will have you, Angelie, and I will have you, DJ Envy, know that you are both wrong. Really? Okay, he's not a white woman, and he is not black. He's a nigga. <laughs> we have a drop for that, Red. Hey, powerful niggardry at work here. <laughs> right. This is 100% pure nigga. Oh, my goodness. Okay? And I don't talk to niggas after 5 p.m. All right. By the way. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. All right. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Has somebody ever given you something fake? Now, this comes from French Montana talking about Akon giving him a watch. He had gave me a U-blow, so it wasn't it wasn't iced out. So I just took it to my jewel. I was like, yo, can you switch this for me? Akon gave it to me for my birthday. He looked at me and was like, what you mean? Akon <laughs> did not give you this, my guy. So I just called him. Shout out to Akon, by the way. 
This is my guy. I'm still waiting for that. For the real one? Yeah, for the real one. <laughs> so I'm at him. I'm like, yo, Khan, this was, like Judah said, it's fake. Say it ain't so. He was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, let me call you right back because he gave me a couple of them like that. Let me call him. <laughs> I ain't hearing from him about that. Watch this that day. All right. 800-585-1051. Has somebody ever given you something I, fake? I just feel like when I, when I hear a, a guy from New York say a man gave him a hublot, I just feel like you need to pause that. Why? No, so, so, what's it called? It's a hublot. Pause. <laughs> that sounds wild. He gave me a hublot. Oh, good man, it's crazy. It was fake. 800 is The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about has somebody ever given you something fake? 800-585-1051. Now, this comes from Akon and French Montana. French Montana breaks it down. He had give me a U-block, so it wasn't it wasn't iced out. So I just took it to my jewel. I was like, yo, can you switch this for me? Akon gave it to me for my birthday. He looked at me and was like, what you mean? Akon <laughs> did not give you this, my guy. So I just called him. Shout out to Akon, by the way. That's my guy. I'm still waiting for that. For the real one? Yeah, for the real one. <laughs> so I'm at him. I'm like, yo, Con, this was, my Judah said it's fake. Say it ain't so. He was like, what? <laughs> he was like, let me call you right back because he gave me a couple of them like that. Let me call him. <laughs> I ain't hearing from him about that. Watch this that day. So we're asking, has that ever happened to you? Now, somebody gave uh, me a fake bracelet I to, remember get, that. to give to my wife. Uh, it was an Hermes bracelet. And uh, as soon as I brought it home, uh, my wife said, that's fake. And I said, how can you tell? She says, Hermes doesn't make that. So I remember that. And one time, I always tell a story about this guy selling uh, Kenneth Cole leather jackets. They see me on the side of the road. They was like, hey, we just left this huge clothing show and we have to go back to Europe. They was like, but we can't take these jackets because if we take these jackets... Uh, they'll charge it for it, so we'll give it to you for half price. So he came out with the jackets. He put the uh, like a, a cigarette lighter on the jackets to show that the jackets won't burn. And I bought one for me. I bought one for my dad. That's nice. And I bought one for Gia. And it's very generous. And when I got home, I realized they were fake <laughs> as well. Fake, like fake, 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 like horribly fake. And um, <laughs> I got got those are the. the both and those. you had some fake Jordans. And somebody gave me some fake Jordans one time too. <laughs> yep. And my son, somebody gave it to me. These are things people gave me here. NBA, these are for you. Mm -hmm. And I got them home. My dad was like, "Dad, those are not real." I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Nah, they're not real." And they weren't. So th those are the three things that I got that were uh, fake. What about you, Yi? Um, I did have a jeweler give me a fake uh, Cartier bracelet mm -hmm. one time. I didn't buy it, but they wanted to like do some business with me, and then I had another jeweler tell me it was fake. Damn it, man! What about you, Charlemagne? Um, no, I buy fake stuff on purpose. You know what I mean? Uh, salute to me and my guy Pete Davidson. You know the last fake thing that I remember buying, we went and bought some fake Cuban link chains. I remember you bought them. You know fake what I mean? Chains. From my man uh, Greg Una, but we did it on purpose because you know Pete Davidson is Pete Davidson. Leonard is Leonard. So nobody's so ever gonna think it's nobody's fake. gonna question it. You know what I mean? But as far as you know, receiving fake things, you know, all the time. But we talk about receiving fake things in regards to material items. But people present, you know, us fake personalities and attitudes all the time. Everyone we meet, majority of the time, is wearing a mask and they're not presenting the real them. We deal with fake people every day, especially in this business, because folks are presenting their character and not the real them. So yes, we receive fake things every day. <laughs> Hello, every who's day. this? Hey, this is Emily. Emily, good morning. You got some fake stuff, Emily? 
Uh, yes, two different items from two different guys, actually. Oh, Ooh. boy. Okay, what yeah, was it? The first <laughs> item was a fake MCM wallet. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I found out because I went to MCM to make sure it was real. You were, you you were on to something. Yeah, it was too little. And I was like, okay, this is weird looking. <laughs> so I went up there to Linux, and they told me it was fake. Mm-hmm. And I confronted the guy, never saw him again after that. He was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Never saw him again. <laughs> Um, then the second guy was a necklace, mm-hmm. and I went to the drawer, like, a little bit after getting it, we had stopped talking, and I had him blocked on everything, and come to find out, he gave me fake gold jewelry. Wow. Damn, so was it at did... least, like, gold-plated? Uh, no. <laughs> Mama, we, we, we gotta rethink some things, man. If, if guys are giving you fake jewelry <laughs> and fake wallets... It... I know! <laughs> You be, before uh, before you get in a relationship with him, you got to check that stuff out. Well, talk to us, oh, baby. Have you had I any surgery? In a relationship yet. <laughs> Have you had any surgery, Queen? What's fake on you? Oh, nothing. Oh, but okay. my my whole thing is this: if somebody didn't tell you it's real, is it? You know what I'm saying? They just gave you a chain, yeah, costume and jewelry. My whole thing is like if it's. From the heart, it's okay, but if you're <laughs> trying to pass it off as something, but are they giving I'm it to you? Okay are they giving it to you to, to to try to go to the next base? Like, are they trying to smash and they giving you yeah. the piece? Oh, but damn. Well, Where yeah. you from? Luckily, we didn't fall for it. I'm from Pike County. Where's that at? Georgia. You should, yeah, because yeah, she went to Lennox to yeah, go Lennox, check yeah, it out. Sorry, you should give them like a little fake um, vagina from one of those stores and be like, well, here, you can use this <laughs> until I get the real thing. They, <laughs> they, don't, think, they, they don't think she know no better because she country. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Kim. Man, what's I going on? Y'all. I listen to y'all every morning. Now, what did you so, get that was fake? I got proposed to with a fake diamond ring. Ooh, and And that should have been a sign. <laughs> the relationship did in, in the course eventually. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so he proposed. And, you know, the same night I realized it wasn't a diamond. And I brought it to his Damn. <laughs> and once we got back to where we're from, uh, we went and purchased a diamond for it. So, but he tried. He tried it. So he didn't he know. Did he not know it wasn't real, or did he know all the he all along? Okay, he knew. Because it could have been like Envy yeah. bringing home that fake bracelet to his wife, not realizing. No, ma'am. Okay. He knew. He, he's a city flicker type of <laughs> So maybe he couldn't afford it. He couldn't afford it. He didn't want to be embarrassed. So he said, look, that, he'll give you that until he can afford but it. That, but it, he should have brought it to my attention. Like, hey. And if he couldn't afford it, maybe it wasn't time for us to get married. Right. Get a tattoo. Let's get t- matching tattoos. Would you have married him if he told you he couldn't afford a ring? I want to tell him, let's wait. Let's, let's wait and let's get wait a while. in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. All right. Thanks. 800-585-1051. Have you gotten anything fake? All right. Somebody gave you a fake gift? Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know when I am Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about receiving a fake gift. Now, uh, French Montana speaks on Akon giving him a fake watch. He had to give me a U-block, so it wasn't it wasn't iced out. So I just took it to my jewel. I was like, yo, can you switch this for me? Akon gave it to me for my birthday. He looked at me and was like, what you mean? 
Akon <laughs> did not give you this, my guy. So I just called him. Shout out to Akon, by the way. That's my guy. I'm still waiting for that. For the real one? Yeah, for the real one. <laughs> so I'm at him. I'm like, yo, Con, this was, my Judas said is fake. Say it ain't so. He was like, what? <laughs> he was like, let me call you right back because he gave me a couple of them like that. Let me call him. <laughs> I ain't hearing from him about that. Watch this that day. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name's Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Now, what, what did you give fake? I gave um I gave a guy a fake chain before a fake Cuban link. Oh my oh, gosh. Gave? Where are you from? New That's York? hilarious. I'm from Florida. I'm from South Florida. Why okay. did you do that? Because that's what I could afford. I mean, I had to give him what I what I could afford. That's all I could give him. And that what he, what did he say? Did he, he appreciate it? Yeah, he seemed like he appreciated. I'm sure he knew it was fake. Damn, neck all green. You know, one of the middle of the mall stores. Okay, all right. Well, as long as he wore it and appreciated it. You can <laughs> yeah, only wear that for like a I month. Got, I still got the chain, though. Well, thank you, mama. He didn't take it. He didn't take it? No, he didn't take it. Like, when the relationship was over, he didn't take it with him. Why would he take that fake <laughs> shit? <laughs> <laughs> that fake chain. <laughs> take your chain back, take this fake chain, chain you chain, bought me. Chain back. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Tamara. Hey, good morning, mama. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Indy. Good morning, Charlotte. Peace, Queen. Good morning, my boogie. Morning, boo. Good morning. I don't know if you remember me from a couple weekends ago, but I said you those Buckingham Hennessy wings. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, all right. So the topic is that I received something fake, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So let me let me make y'all laugh at this. I'm sorry, Daddy. I love you, but okay. So when I was about five or six. Brought me a Tommy Hilfiger dress, and he wasn't really around like that. So for him to bring something over, I was excited to get it from him. So I get to get it. I open it. It's a Tommy Hilfiger dress, but the dress is fake. When I look in the bag, it doesn't say Tommy Hilfiger. Oh man, he got you some bootleg Tommy Hilfiger. You remember this since five? Damn. He definitely, y'all. He got me a bootleg Tommy dress. Did you and wear it? Kept this dress nice. What was it? Did you wear it? I did not wear it. <laughs> and five, you like get this fake ish out of here. Out of here, out of here. <laughs> well, Daddy tried. No. All right, thank you, Mama. No. Have a good one. Thank you, y'all. Hello, who's this? This Sierra. Hey, Sierra, you you got a, a fake gift? Yes, I got a fake Louis bag. Ooh, how'd you know it was fake? So, I He was just being cheap and, and shady. Damn it, man. Yeah. And then he gave me the bag with $1,500. He could have used that. 
Yeah, that's the, real that's the money he saved by not buying that real bag. Or, or somebody got him. A lot of times people don't know. People say they got a hookup and they don't know. And, and dudes ain't going to know the difference between real they and like, fake. They're like, come to Kanashi. We got a hookup. Well, his watch was real, so. I bet it was. Right. That's embarrassing, too. Somebody walk in with the same bag, but theirs is real and yours is clearly not. Damn it, man. Next to each other. Well, thank you, mama. It was not, not the business at all. <laughs> Thank you. So what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know if there is a moral of the story, man. Hey, it's- you ain't got to fake it. If you ain't got the money to get the real thing, just get something else that is in your price range. I wonder, though, because they say it's the thought that counts, right? I was thinking about getting you a, 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 fake thought. a, a Louis Vuitton bag. but it's not, a, it's not necessarily a fake thought. It's like, I want the best for you. I just can't afford it right now. Then it's the whole fake it till you make it thing. So here, hold this fake bag till I can get you a real one. A hold this fake ring till I can get you, you a real one. You just can't be out wearing a fake know. bag, though, because everybody could look. A lot of people could look at it and tell it's fake. Do you really want that? Mm. I just feel like I've always been of the mindset, if I can't afford to get that, I'll just stay in my price range until I can. All right. Well, I don't know, bro. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Will Smith revealed that he once did consider suicide. And so we'll tell you what he had to say. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, we were talking about these inductions into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, earlier we played Dr. Dre inducting LL Cool J in. And here is what LL Cool J had to say. The first word that comes to mind when I think about a night like this is humility. So congratulations to him. He's been nominated six times in the past. Yeah, wow. I don't care what y'all say. LL Cool J, Jay-Z, Tina Turner, Clarence Avant, they do more for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does does for them. And why don't they change the name to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and just call it the Music Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, Tina Turner ain't a rock artist. Would you consider her a rock artist? No, neither is Jay. Jay's LL, definitely not. Knows. That's hip-hop. LL's yeah. hip-hop. Absolutely. And Clarence Avant don't even do music. <laughs> he produced it before, but... All right, now Will Smith was on his new docuseries, The Best Shape of My Life, and revealed that he once actually considered suicide. And he said that getting uh, into shape is not just about the physical, but the mental as well. Here's what he had to say. When I started this show, I thought I was getting into the best shape of my life physically, but mentally, I was somewhere else. I'm done. And I ended up discovering a whole lot of hidden things about myself. I'm writing my book and it's like exposing my life and so many things that people don't know about me. That was the only time in my life that I ever considered suicide. Now I'm about to show the world how little I know about myself. I don't want to do any of this. I'm finished with the best shape of my life. Damn. Yeah, man, when you start digging deep on that healing journey, that happens. Healing hurts. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a liar. It's uncomfortable. You start peeling back layers and realizing, you know, you don't like a lot of things about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you're at when you're at that age he's at and you realize, damn, everything I thought I knew I don't know, that can be a dark place. 
All right. Well, I'm sure everybody's going to be watching that uh, YouTube docu-series for him. Best I want that like book. YouTube originals. All right. Now, in the, in the meantime, uh, let's talk about Future, because recently somebody told uh, Future that he should hang out with Will Smith, and he responded, I'd rather hang with Jada, respectfully. So... Yeah. Now, this all comes after all these stories of entanglements, of course. But uh, Justin LeBoy posted to Instagram, Will needs to start hanging with Future. And that's when Future responded, I'd rather hang with Jada. All right. That's kind of corny, though. What? What's that? That's, that's still a married woman at the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. You know, Future playing it's it up joke. to his fans on social media. But I, mm. I don't know. Would you want somebody playing with your wife like that? You asking me? You know how far. And, I, I and when future, if one day future gets married, probably not. But if he does, he, he, he not gonna want nobody playing with his wife like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, he just said respectfully. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Kobe Bryant, according to reports, he had made a six million dollar investment in Body Armor, and apparently Coca Cola is nearing a deal to buy a controlling stake in Body Armor at an eight billion dollar valuation. Kobe did get 10% of that in 2014 for $6 million. Now they're saying it's worth $800 million. Wow. That investment that he made. So I'm sure that's amazing for his family. Smart business. Cast that up for life. That's the investment you want to make for your family to make yep. sure no matter what happens in, in, in this world or, or your life, your, your family's taken care of. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Send the healing energy to, to the Bryant family always. And since we're talking money, 300 Entertainment, one of the hottest labels in hip-hop, is up for sale. That was founded by Lior Cohen, Roger Gold, Kevin Lyles, and Todd Moskowitz. Industry insiders say that it is expected to sell for at least $400 million. That's a lot of money. And I saw that um, P also said that he wants to buy 300 He said, I have my bankers on deck from Quality Control. Billionaire yeah. P. So 300 for people that don't know, you want to tell them some of the acts on there? Uh, Migos. Migos not on there no more. Well, they were. Yeah, Migos were. Yeah, so Gunna, uh, Young Thug, Megan Thug, the Stallion, they Megan. all had at one point been on 300 No, they're still on there. Thug is still there. Gunna's still there. Uh, Megan is still there. Mm-hmm. Fetty Wap is there. Uh, who else? I don't know. That's all I can think of those four. But I know that the Migos and, and Quality Control definitely helped build 300 Mm-hmm. Definitely laid the bricks to the foundation. Their first, yeah, their first two albums. What's going to happen when they sell it? Who's going to buy it? All right. And Atlanta season three is coming. They actually put up a nearly one minute long teaser. Donald Glover shared that for season three of Atlanta. So that should be exciting because, you know, I really enjoy that show. I can't wait for season three uh, to finally happen. We've been waiting so long for this show to come back. So, yes, season three. They said a lot of details have remained under wraps, but. Who knows what direction it's going to go in. Yeah, I saw Donald Glover talking spicy last night about uh, about Dave. He deleted the tweets, but... What'd he say? Uh, hold on, somebody sent it to me in a group chat. Oh, he said, and just for the record, I'm watching y'all saying Dave is on par. Like y'all, like y'all forgot what we did, no disrespect. We got black people on here debating which is better, and I'm the seller, I got receipts. I didn't understand that, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what race got to do with it. All right. Like, he you can be black and still though. think that, you know... Something is better, but I mean Atlanta is the OG. I don't, I don't, I don't even see what the comparison is other than the, other than they're on the same network and they both rap. All right, well that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, let's get to the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Now, Charlamagne, you know what? Me and millions of other people have been watching TikTok lately. Entrepreneurship videos, people talking about starting their own businesses, giving tips. I love seeing people promote generational wealth and pouring into their community. That's right. From hilarious to the serious, you have to see it. TikTok.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Powerhouse NYC, they just announced uh, two additional more acts, Roddy Rich and Little Baby. They're going to join the Migos, Moneybag, Yo, Spin King and Friends, Polo G, Saweetie, and Capella Gray. So That was some huge acts. Yes, right. So get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And shout out to everybody that came out to Detroit for my car show. I just want to say I am grateful and thankful. I had a We had a great time. Shout out to all the kids in their amazing costumes. Uh, shout out to Lincoln Tech who provided uh, a lot of the candy. Shout out to Monster Energy. Shout out to uh, the, the Monster Truck that came out from uh, Atlantic City. Uh, shout out to NY Racing Team, which is uh, one of the few black-owned NASCAR teams. They came out there to, to show people how to uh, change tires and, and how they do it quick. They had the pit crew there. Uh, shout out to Double Dutch Aerobics, teaching kids how to double dutch. Uh, we even had a racetrack for the kids so the kids could ride the little remote control cars around the track. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody that brought their cars. White Boy Rick, Littles, uh, Royster 59. Um, who else? Uh, Icewear Vezo, 42 Doug, Fab 50. I just want to say thank you to to the whole Detroit. Y'all came out, y'all showed out, and I really appreciate you guys. Our next next one is uh, Miami in December, but I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out to the car show. Now, Charlemagne, over the weekend, you were busy on your show, huh? I see you had Michael Myers, you had the locks. I didn't have Michael Myers <laughs> know, on the show. Michael Myers is a fictional character from Halloween. On the God's Honest Truth, uh, <laughs> this past Friday, we definitely had the locks, and we had a senior advisor to the president, um, Cedric Richmond. So salute to my guys for pulling up. I thought the locks would be good to have on because, you know, I do feel like we're in a bad deal with the Democrats. And, you know, who knows how to get out of bad deals better than the, the LOX. But we talked to Cedric Richmond about a number of things. You know, one in particular, just why are the Democrats so cowardly? Do you think Democrats are cowards? No. Okay. So why are y'all scared to get rid of the filibuster so y'all can pr properly legislate? You know, it's a simple math problem. Okay. You got to get to 50. But What's keeping y'all from the 50? There are a couple. Two. Uh, two. Say it. Uh, it, it might be three. Mansion, cinema. We, we are talking to senators about okay. the talking filibuster because we know voting rights is important and we got to get it done. President said it at the town hall. Talk to me about that. How do two Democratic senators, right, Mansion and cinema, seem to have more power than everyone else? And what does that say about where the real power is when two senators can dictate to the country what they want the president's agenda to be, Cedric? You know that's some BS. Well, when you have 50 Democratic senators and you need each one, Everyone is their own president because you have to get 100% to get it moving. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to keep pushing and we're going to keep working with them. Do you think they should get rid of the filibuster? Well, I think we, we have to reform it. Okay. And we have Does the... Does that mean get rid of it? Well, in its current form, absolutely. So, yeah, make sure you check out The God's Honest Truth every Friday at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. And you can stream it on Paramount Plus every day, any time of the day. Okay, the first six episodes are available on Paramount Plus right now, so... Salute to everybody that's been watching. Thank you very much. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now it's time to get up out of here. Um, got to thank Falarin Wale for pulling up today. Falarin 2 is out right now. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go grab that. All right. Well, you got a positive note? Positive note is simple, man. It's Monday, start of the new work week, and it's the first start of, start of a new month. We only got two months left in the year. So I just want to tell you something really simple. Start it. God will finish it. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs>